It doesn't have to be the end of the world when you sin, but that doesn't mean it won't be. Whether or not it is the end of the world for you depends on you. When you mess up, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to be arrogant and deny that you did anything wrong? Are you going to be deflective and try to cast blame on others? Are you going to try and twist the scripture to justify your actions? Not only to soothe your guilty conscience, but also to give yourself permission to continue in the sinful practice? Are you going to blow it off as no big deal? Or are you going to do what a Christian should do and repent of your sin? It frustrates me to hear the way some Christians talk about so-called little sins. And they say things like, Well, you really think one little sin is going to keep me out of heaven? Yes, I really do. I really think that. One sin will keep you out of heaven. The issue is not the size of the sin. The issue is the stubbornness of the person who refuses to repent of it. It doesn't have to be one little sin. It could be the biggest, most heinous sin imaginable. Stop thinking of what you can get away with and still sneak in through the back door of heaven and start appreciating the awesomeness of God's grace. He can and will forgive the biggest sins. Therefore, all sins, whether big or small, are able to be forgiven, if they're repented of. If they're not, then the soul that sins will die, Ezekiel 18.20, regardless of whether or not it's a big sin or a small sin. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up. But if you stay in the light through repentance and prayer, those sins are going to be cleansed along the way, every step of the way, on your way to heaven, 1 John 1.7. The problem comes when someone is too arrogant to believe their little sin matters that much. And we shrug it off and we mock the ugliness of iniquity and we mock the importance of repentance. And we're actually just mocking the Savior himself. And if you don't think that will come back to bite you, you're very wrong. Galatians 6, 7, God is not mocked. I don't know what's worse. A Christian who thinks, I'm going to sin now, but it's okay, I'll just repent later. Or the Christian who sins without a second thought and then tosses out a half-hearted, insincere, oh, sorry, God, and goes about their day. The former is a person testing God's patience. The latter is a person who is actively hardening his heart. Maybe the worst of it is when Christians observe this happening and say nothing. They don't give a stern rebuke and they don't give a gentle correction. They just do nothing. We need to be motivating each other to repent when we sin and not blow off little sins as little sins. Genuine repentance is not just saying magic words. Your sins aren't automatically destroyed just because you say, my bad, to God. Repentance requires a sincere change of heart. Repentance requires the guilty party to wish they had not committed the sin in the first place. You can instantly spot a false repentance when the guilty party doesn't act like what they did was a mistake, but instead tries to justify or excuse the very sin they're supposedly repenting of. True repentance is if you could have a time machine and go back in time, you would use it to never do that sin in the first place. And if that's your attitude, if your attitude going into the sin before you commit it is, after I do this, I'm going to regret doing it, then just don't do it in the first place. And once you get that mentality, once you get that attitude, you'll stop looking at it as little sins or big sins, sins you can get away with and sins you can't. And you start seeing everything as, I need to be faithful and try not to commit any sin anytime. And anytime I do, repent of it immediately and sincerely. Yes, one sin can damn your soul, so fix it.